Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine. Are you ready? It's showtime, everybody. Showtime. It's awesome. Oh, my God. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm. Welcome to the fucking show. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Magnificent. With me here is a person that I absolutely adore. She is the Miss Beautiful, Olivia Rublo. Olivia, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So I tried to do a little introduction there for you, but um, I couldn't do it justice. I could. I don't know if I could do it justice because you have so much uh, on your plate as a person who is in the health i guess you could say the skin health uh industry is that correct yeah uh, and then you know you have multiple different uh you know platforms that you use that uh but instead of me explaining it maybe you can explain it a little bit better yeah for sure so i'm olivia i am 20 years old i got into the beauty industry at 18 so I've been in it for a while. It's been some years, you know, I'm super old and it's exhausting, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, pretty much I just am an esthetician. I um, went into the industry because I struggled with acne myself for many years in high school. It really knocked down my confidence. Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't in a good place, um, honestly, with my whole acne journey. So I decided to go see an esthetician and then she helped clear my skin up and I grew a passion that way. And now I do it for others and I love my job so, so much. It's literally amazing. Oh, wonderful. So being an esthetician, you do a lot. I mean, I off, off air, we talked about a couple of people that we knew that were estheticians and you guys do quite a bit with, you know, waxing and facials and just making uh, a woman look absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how many t- usually how many times like a week or month, a year should someone come in for those kinds of appointments? Because, I mean, it's kind of like going in and getting your hair cut or yeah. – or, you know, going to the doctor or something like that, I guess you could say, but. Honestly, if girls could come in and get it done every day, they would. I know they would. <laughs> um, but obviously, if you come every day and get treatments done, that could ruin your skin. But um, usually once a month, depending on the service, when it comes to facials, I always tell people to come once a month for like eyebrows and waxings. If you're a hairy Italian like me, I have to keep these bad boys up every two weeks. Um, But some people can wait a month. I always think I feel like a three to six week period for most of the services. So you're definitely one to uh, be like the poster child for this kind of stuff. 
I, I guess, like, especially <laughs> for the waxing, yeah. But, <laughs> but well, yeah. Well, and you said, like, the reason why you got into doing this was because you had your own little uh, skin kind of um, irritation and, and blemishes and everything. So, yeah. I mean, you're someone that can, like, speak, like, hey, like, this happened to me. I have to, you know, get waxed and, you know, have you know, facials for myself. Yeah. So, so you look at it to where you can, uh, you know, you can also be there to help someone. Yeah, for sure. And it makes it more relatable. You understand what that person's going through. I mean, like I said before, it like knocked down my confidence completely. So, you know, you could really just have that moment to let like appreciate just who they are as a person even because it's not all about looks you know I always had a hard time with like passing the mirror and seeing my acne but I'm like you know what like you got to look past that there's more to me than this right now and Mm -hmm. people struggle with that um obviously sometimes with acne but you know there's more to us than just looks and beauty in general so yeah and what's so weird is the fact that you think you know you're gonna go through puberty and you are going to stop acne once you turn you know 18 right Mm -hmm. and everything will be magically gone right nope nope (laughs) nope not that's not always the case (laughs) which is which is wild and i wonder if i mean i know you're not a dermatologist but i know that you've done this quite a bit and you've studied and I'm sure you've done a lot of research on this but why is that that we have adult acne both men and women Mm -hmm. both have adult acne why is that so there is no like cure for like acne obviously like there's treatments that you could do to benefit and help your skin but since your skin is the biggest and largest organ So I always say your skin is a window to your health. So everything that's going on on the inside will definitely, I can't speak, sorry, reflect on your skin. So let's just say like some people get acne on their chin that are like when they're in like their 20s, 30s, they just had a kid. That's really like hormonal based. You know what I mean? Like that's more hormones or if you found out that you're allergic to gluten or dairy and you were struggling with cystic acne that's more gut related issues so there's always stuff that's going on in the inside of your body that will reflect on your skin um so you just it's always hard to pinpoint exactly what it is but i always say whatever's going on on the inside you got to just be very aware of that really treat your body well um take care of it that's super important and you will see your skin start to change for sure Okay. And what about if there is breakouts like on your cheekbone area? Um, usually that's where I had my acne. That's where I had my cystic acne. It's all, it's honestly different for everyone. Mm. Um, but mine was all gut related issues. Mm. Some people that's like, if you like lay with like your makeup on or you're on your phone, you don't really sanitize it. That can be also from bacteria with that little things, you know, even I talked about this on my Instagram one time, if you use products that strip your your skin, so we have a barrier and your barrier basically is kind of a shield, it's protection. So if you ruin that barrier, that's when your skin can get irritated and also can cause acne as well. So people don't really know that either. So if you're stripping your skin all the time with products, even if you're 30, even if you're 40, you can still get acne. That's wild. Yeah. That's honestly wild. 
so with you know helping people with like of course you said you had sick maybe you could help me out here with that one cystic <laughs> Cystic, yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so, with the cystic acne, um, you know, of course, like you said, with gut health. So, would that mean that, like, that you had to change up, like, your diet, or was it just the different things that you were eating and you had to cut out, or what? Like, was it a multiple amount of things? So, the reason why I started to get cystic acne, I always had like gut issues mm. um, ever since I was in third grade. So I went gluten-free and dairy-free third grade, and then I was still struggling with stuff. So I went to a holistic doctor when I was 16 years old. We spent a good chunk of money um, to go see him, and mm. he took, like, took me through this whole program. I basically cut out all foods. I could only have meat, fruits, and vegetables. Midway through that program, he was like, cough up another big chunk of money for me because that's what I need right now or else you can't go through with it. So we were like, well, that's not possible right now. <laughs> so unfortunately I had to stop the program. He didn't help with like anything with adding the foods back in. So I think my body just reacted like crazy and I just broke out my, I was just a wreck. Like it was bad. Mm -hmm. I gained like 50 pounds. My acne was just awful. It was quite the experience. And then just, obviously I didn't realize that's what it was from um because i was just so overwhelmed and so stressed out too so the stress the adding everything back in my diet and then obviously just not really knowing how to take care of my skin was a huge factor on why it was that bad yeah and now with your job like how does that help with people's skin or and or acne like what i could do for them yeah yeah, so what's cool about being an esthetician is you could really sit down with your client, you could figure out what they want to target, and then with that, I can pick a treatment, and then we'll target that for you. Or I'll look at their skin, I'll analyze, um, analyze it, and then just be like, okay, this is what we need to do, and then, you know, we got to do at-home care too to benefit your skin, you know, <laughs> we just, it's like a huge investment, but it's the best investment ever, you know what I mean? taking care of your health is honestly the best thing you could do for yourself. So. Yeah. And what's so fascinating is the fact that like, even with myself, like I've looked at, you know, uh, how to take care of yourself and it is pricey. It's no joke. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm, I'm in the, uh, like I was getting creatine just, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a couple days ago and I was looking at creatine that was like 35 bucks you know, and you got to probably buy that like maybe every two, two, twice a month or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, um, wow, like it is pricey, but not only that, but vitamins and like, like skin lotions and everything like that. Like it gets pretty pricey. <laughs> it, it's honestly actually insane. Like how much we spend on it. It's sad. Like obviously nowadays it's like the unhealthy stuff is the cheap and the taking care of yourself is super expensive. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Chocolate bar is like a dollar and you got, you know, yeah. you know, toothpaste. That's probably like, you know, eight bucks. Yeah, know. literally it's crazy, but that's what I like to share with my clients though, is that skincare can be very simple. You do not need to make it this huge thing. I say like four step skincare routine is really all you need. 
Um, and sometimes like the cheaper stuff does get the job done. Obviously there's more medical grade things that will benefit your skin more, but Hey, if we need to keep your budget, you know, in mind, there's things that will work. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, um, you know, you can never go wrong with uh, certain types of products that actually help like, uh, like CeraVe or um, maybe you could help out with that one. <laughs> yeah, CeraVe, La Roche-Posay, all those little ones. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny because I was just talking about this um, with someone the other day. Those used to be medical grade products Yeah. because the dermatologists recommend those for people all the time. Now they're just at like CVS and just those pharmacy places, but those were like the legit products that people used to buy. So yeah really medical grade yeah absolutely um so you said there was a four-step process mm -hmm. what is that four-step process so what i like to how i like to order it and many estheticians do this as well um you're going to start with your cleanser so your cleanser is basically if you know this personally or your esthetician could let you know there's different types of skin. So there's oily, there's normal, there's dry, and there's combination skin. So based off of yeah, um, your skin type is the cleanser that I would choose for you. So for me, I'm really dry. So I would use like a cream-based. If you're more oily, you do use something more like gel, foamy. And then you'd go on to your serum. And your serum is going to target your biggest skincare concern. So if it's dryness, we're going to get you a serum that helps with hydration. If it's acne, we're going to target that acne. If it's wrinkles, we're going to help with the wrinkles. And then moisturizer, SPF, and then two to three times a week, you're going to want to exfoliate your skin. And that's, that's how I put it. Nice and simple. And then the treatments are monthly. So that will help benefit your skin too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you said, you said it seems very simple too, because, mm -hmm. I mean, you, you just... You know, you put whatever you need for your skin and then whatever your treatment would be. And I mean, like you like you said, like home care is like probably the biggest thing. Yeah. So, I mean, with the home care, you got to do it on your own. You know, you can't rely on anybody else but yourself, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that's, that's probably I would say that's probably the hardest part for people. But you got to be uh, extra motivated to oh, do sure. it you know so because oh. I, I i know for a fact like you know even at nighttime you know doing a night skin routine can be you know just like a hassle and you just want to go to sleep you know oh yeah like after a night out like who wants to take their time to go do a whole skincare routine i mean right. I've, I've gotten to like to that point where i don't care anymore like i'll do it i have to because if i don't i'll feel gross but like, oh my gosh, like, if, especially like as a girl with having makeup on and stuff, like that takes a while, you know, rub it off, the mascara doesn't come off your eyelashes and it's just the whole thing. But for sure, yeah. I totally get that. Like sometimes the routine is annoying, but yeah. And, and what's so interesting is like you were saying, like with women, like they have to take their makeup off and everything so they could come in late at night, three in the morning, absolutely exhausted. And even though they want to sleep so bad, they have to take off their makeup and everything like that. Whereas guys can just fall asleep right on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. They just <laughs> pass out. They're good. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's so fascinating to me because with, you know, with uh, men, you look at them as, you know, oh, like they don't need to do many skin routines or they don't need to do this and that. But I've I've done a lot of research and I, I've seen a lot of people, women included, uh, say that men should be doing skin routines. Men should be doing... Um, you know, all the types of hygienic uh, things to make themselves, I guess, better. I don't mm. even know if that would be what it would be called, but or more, uh, uh, what is it? Like hygienically healthy, I guess you could say. But mm. as, a, as a professional, would you say that men need to do different skin routines? Do different ones or just do skincare routines in general? We'll do just skin routines in general. Let's just oh, say for that. Sure. Yeah. 100%. Same thing applies to what I said before with the steps for a man. Um, for sure. I think there's a lot of guys nowadays that are noticing that and don't feel like it's like taking away from their masculinity. Because I know sometimes like, oh, like, let me get a facial. Like, it sounds like, oh, girly. But like, I have a decent amount of guy clients that come in and they're all about it because it's like, you're, it's a part of health. You're taking care of yourself. So yeah, I definitely think guys should invest in a skincare routine for sure. So, and uh, I mean, I know a lot of guys that uh, work in the, uh, you know, the different factories or shops and everything, and they're getting d dirty and everything. So it, it kind of equals out to a woman's uh, makeup you know, and just no, clogging up and clogging up those pores. <laughs> so, I mean, they, you know, and like you said, like, you know, washing your, just washing your face, you know, may seem like, Oh, you know, don't really need that. But, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks, I mean, it's mainly like, you know, it's mainly like washing yourself. It's just one part of your body that needs to be washed and take care of because that's the first thing that people see every day is, exactly. is your face so might as well make your face look good yeah for sure you know what's so funny about like guys in the factories and working so hard and stuff like that so my no no my grandpa he worked in cement for years and he's a hmm. foreign guy he did not know what a facial was at all and so I when I was in beauty school he came in for a facial and when I was doing extractions I'm not even kidding when I tell you this the blackheads on his nose like <laughs> this might sound gross it was really satisfying for me let's go it let's do it <laughs> I was like literally getting him out of his nose this long like I'm not even kidding the stuff that was in his nose is like this long it was so black it was so I was like these have been cemented in your nose since you started working with cement. Like it was so deep. I was like, Oh my gosh, I would have went viral if I like posted it, like back to pimple popper who like that would have popped off. <laughs> it was so, it was so awesome though. I wish I got it on video. Oh my gosh. You so should have. Why didn't you? <laughs> oh, like I forgot. Like I was like, Oh shoot. And I had like my Mona coming in afterwards too. So I was like, I got to get this over with. So, but it was yeah. so satisfying. I was like, wow. He didn't even let me finish all of it because it was so painful. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's the hard part. Yeah. It's understandable, but I was like, that... oh my God. never seen anything like it. You're like, no, no, hold still. <laughs> <laughs> Like we got 500 more to go. 
that's great yeah but i mean i i definitely can say yeah guys that have uh all their pores blocked from all that stuff because how much you want to bet your like no no didn't like wash his face oh my gosh no, like i don't think he ever thought about washing his face like maybe right. in the show, that was the only time yeah but. And, yeah. and, and I'm, and I was telling you about my skin routine. You're like, what do you use a bar of soap? <laughs> but you know, it's annoying too. Like guys will use a bar of soap and they have like clear skin. And I'm just like, how? Okay. Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand, but okay. Um, yeah. I'm just used to hearing like when I ask people what they use, especially the guys, they're always like, oh, like soap or like my shampoo. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> that's a start at least you know something lathery <laughs> right yeah like i used to never uh hydrate my skin so i would never put lotion on oh really yeah and it sucked <laughs> like i'm Why like this is like, like like my face would get all hard and like stiff and i'm like this is fine this is my skin just you know i don't know i'm like this is just my skin just being my skin <laughs> and I and I would feel like I was like frozen, you know. Yeah. Oh, I and then <laughs> and then I started I started putting the uh, uh, hydration lotion on there, and I'm like, oh my gosh, my oh, skin feels. My, I know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I actually like because I th always thought like putting the lotion on would have me break out. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think that because of how oily it would get. And mm -hmm. now it's literally, it literally says on the bottle, like helps protect barriers. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it, and it's nuts because as soon as I put it on and I used it for a while, like I literally feel like there's a shield on my face. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's actually a, such a super important step, especially people with oily skin, they get really nervous to use moisturizers just because they feel like you said, like, it's just so heavy, or it's going to make me look too oily, or my sister, not to call her out, but we talk about this all the time. I just have to call her out now <laughs> on the pod because she has really dry skin. And you sometimes like people with dry skin get nervous to exfoliate the skin, but that gets the dead skin cells off your face. So it's going to help with just like hydrating it. Um, mm -hmm. And then you put the moisturizer on top and all that stuff. But she always comes to me and she's like, Olivia, my skin. I'm like, did you exfoliate? She's like, no, I'm scared. I'm like, did you moisturize? No, I'm scared. I'm like, <laughs> you just have to follow what I'm saying. I promise you, you'll be good. Like, <laughs> and she does. Do, we, and then she's do okay. we dare mention what sister? <laughs> it's Sophia. Ah. <laughs> it's so funny though if you if you see my post on instagram and when in my comments she's always like are you adding me right now it's like yes yes i am <laughs> don't worry sophia we'll take this clip and we'll put it on tiktok and i'll add you exactly yes just add her <laughs> so i i've been wanting to ask you girls this for a long while what is up with you girls and being tiktok famous like you guys are almost like TikTok viral almost. Oh my gosh. Honestly, we love TikTok. It's just something so fun for us to do. Um, Giovanna, she's actually trying to go down the influencer route with her makeup. Mm -hmm. I just kind of do it to embarrass myself. Like I don't really, I just post random stuff. I don't really have like, you know, a reason for it. 
But yeah, we if if we got big off of it, I think we'd have so much fun. I think it'd be a good time for sure. <laughs> the the Ruvalo girls in TikTok. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like we, like even your mom is a part of TikTok and does I, like the dances and everything. <laughs> you should see our house, Matt. Like we're singing, dancing all the time. Like just it's literally like it's there's always something going on. It's never a dull moment in the Ruvalo household. Oh, so bless your father. Always, if the phone's out, it's entertaining. Like, you'll be entertained. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's always... I'm Definitely being a part of the Rulio family, I mean, it's definitely entertaining. But yeah. just just bless your father. <laughs> I, I, I thank him every night for everything he does, because I'm like, <laughs> you go through it, Dad. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, what, what was so great, you know, to, to watch the fact that you guys are doing stuff on... Uh, you know, online and everything. Um, you know, when your mom was making your making or when your sister, uh, Giovanna was doing, um, your mom's makeup and mm-hmm. was trying to make her look like JLo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which she, she came pretty close. Um, <laughs> she, she, she came pretty close. Um, but uh, when, you know, you got to hear her story and you got to hear, um, you know, kind of like her goofy side, which shockingly, I, knowing you guys for so long, I have never mm-hmm. seen that somewhat sort of side, uh-huh. you know, where she just has those like little quirks, you know, where yeah. she, you know, she has those like little sayings. Like I may have noticed it back in the day, but yeah. <laughs> for some weird reason, like I just would listen to her and I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. Yeah. Would you ever do something with your mom uh, like that for your for your kind of social and anything like that? Yeah, for sure. It's actually so cute because my mom is literally our biggest fan like ever mm-hmm. for all of us. Every everything we do, she's always like, "Take a video, send it to me, so I can post it on Instagram, and you know I can promote you." I'm like, "For sure, I'll do that right now." <laughs> so she came in the other day, like. Every time I do a facial or like I'll have her come in my videos, just like little silly reels I'll do with her. She loves it though. Like she, she loves being in front of the camera too. So it's fun and she's entertaining. So it like, she's definitely photogenic. That's for sure. (laughs) Yes. I almost feel like she should have joined Noah and I, uh, when you, when your parents did that, uh, the event, uh, I almost feel like your mom should have joined Noah and I up there and been just as goofy. Oh my gosh. Honestly, though, it's so funny because, like you said, like, you don't really see that side to her. Cause she's always, like, preaching or lecturing or discipling. And she's just always doing something more on the serious side. But, like, once you get to know her like that, like, she is pretty goofy. But, yeah, you, I will never forget the event. You guys did a great job with that. You guys did so good with that. Which is wild because it's now been eight years I think that's, since, that's since the end since the end of January, something popped up on my Facebook feed and and it and it and there was little Noah like little itty bitty Noah <laughs> and then pre pre prepubescent me and no no facial hair whatsoever you know oh I probably, my gosh to be honest I'm pretty sure I just had that like little bit of chin hair just that little probably. bit to show to show that I'm a man. <laughs> How old are you then? What was I was, I was 18. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was in seventh grade. So what is that? 13 years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. 12, 13. 
Yeah. Time but, flies. Yes, it does. But yes, I mean, your your parents, you know, doing that was amazing and being a part of that was amazing. Um and of course with Noah and I's energy, like we couldn't like it was funny. I look back at that photo, I'm like, I'm still somewhat that energetic, just tamed down. <laughs> Honestly, though, like, it's so fun. Like, you you did a great job, honestly. That was, you just were, you just were yourself. Pretty, pretty much. The high energy, high energy, just uh, childlike energy, because I know we could pretty much go for hours. And oh, just, my gosh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, we could have gone for hours, but we were only in, like, a certain time span. But, we yeah, we could have gone for a very, very long time until probably we wanted to fall asleep. So yeah. that bake ne- sale thing you guys did for the event too. Remember that? That I mean, I mean, I looked at that as something that was, you know, it's a bake sale. You know, you you go and you're like, yeah, I'll take a couple of pounds of bread and you know maybe some <laughs> cookies. Uh-huh. You know, so Noah and I were like, we're just gonna have fun up there. So. Yeah. And of course, we were, pa- we were paired up. I forget who we were paired up with because we were starting, I mean, not to toot our own horns here, but we were kind of stealing the show, you know? Oh, you were. You guys so, were. But we were paired with two two girls. Like, I was paired up with a girl, and he was paired up with a girl. And the girls would come up there all very timid and everything. And then I'd take the mic, and I'd be like, all right, let's uh, buy some dough. Come on. We're, we're at a bake sale here. <laughs> Like we don't want to be creating yeast here. Come on, we don't. <laughs> yeah, you you guys are really entertaining. It was great. So I mean, but yeah, that that was just like we just were having fun up there, and your mom comes up to us and goes, "That was quite entertaining. We <laughs> would like you guys to uh, MC the uh, the." Uh, event and we're just like yeah sure we'll just go. and then we were coming up with different ideas and you know we had a guy that played at michigan state and his wife where did his wife go i think it was duke or something like that right no i think nope. it was like florida or something like that but anyway uh i knew that alabama had beaten uh Michigan State, I think, either in basketball or something like that. And then Michigan, of course, their rivals with Michigan State. So I uh, I wore an Alabama sweatshirt and uh, the Michigan hat. And just and really, like, the kind of format of our kind of thing was a classic comedy thing of you got the, uh, the wise and then you got the dummy, right? <laughs> You look at any kind of dynamic duo. You look at D. Mar- D. Martin, Jerry Lewis, right? Do you know who D. Martin and Jerry Lewis are? <laughs> Go as a twenty-year-old, you should. <laughs> I didn't think you would know who D. Martin and Jerry Lewis are. <laughs> as an Italian, you don't know who Dean Martin is. <laughs> oh, shame! Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'll look them up afterwards. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, well, better with pieces. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, you look at D. Martin, Jerry Lewis. You look at uh, who could I use uh, in today's world? Um, okay, so um, Twenty One Jump Street. 
right? Yeah. You got Jonah Hill and you got uh, Channing Tatum, right? Mm -hmm. One's a little bit more straighter than the other, and one's a little bit uh, like goofy than the other, right? Mm -hmm. So you have that kind of uh, dynamic. But that's what we were trying to go for was Noah would be the smart one and I would be the dumb one. Mm -hmm. and, and it works every time. If you can play it off really well, it works every single time. And, yeah. and, and, and I think it worked wonderfully. The different, the, the different ideas from me dressing up in the Ralphie bunny suit right in the beginning. Oh my gosh, yes. I forgot about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh I never God. forgot about that because I was sweating <laughs> profusely in that thing. Um, but uh, yeah, dressing up as that and then thinking it was a costume party. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know but it wasn't and then of course dressing up as you know the rivals and being like oh he's not gonna he's not gonna show his face to me he's not you know and then all of a sudden they come up behind us and then i run off the stage and it's ha 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 very funny it's it's very strategical and it's and yeah. it's always fun <laughs> um but uh i mean with being uh, in a household, I mean, your parents have done, you know, so so much for me uh, in growing up. You know, your dad and I were in a men's group together for a couple of years, and and you know, your parents would have different Bible studies and everything like that, and uh, just different discussions. Um, it was, and it's always been a treat to be with your family. Um, but how have they shaped you into the woman that you've been? They are literally the best. Like, I love them so much. And I'm glad that they were a big part of your life, too. Um, honestly, we didn't treat our parents the greatest um, growing up. You know, we came from a little bit of a stricter household. We were a little bit rebellious for a little. Um, but they cared and loved and prayed for us the whole way through and through that we grew with them and are a lot lot closer now and we have the best relationships with them but knowing that they had our back that whole time that they loved us so much and that they like guided us through that those whole those whole like seasons of life um just maybe respect them and appreciate what they do did for us and I mean and what they still continue to do so yeah they taught me a lot they've like I said they've been by our side the whole time so yeah I feel like they've been a huge reason of why I'm the way I am today so yeah shout out to mom and dad yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh so they I mean and, and the cool thing is is like you said like the, your your mom is your like your biggest supporter yeah what about your dad Oh like yeah. How, how is he your biggest supporter in what sort of ways? I know he's not tech savvy like your mom may be, but <laughs> not at all. Your, your dad's like a very dad. old school guy, yeah. Oh yeah. My dad still has an iPhone five. boy. <laughs> <laughs> he still has the home button. I'm like, okay, dad, it's time for an upgrade. <laughs> um, but he just he's just always checking in on us, always seeing how life's going on. We always have deep conversations. I mean, my dad just supports us by, he takes us on little dates sometimes just to see how life's going and stuff. So he's, he's definitely a really good um, father figure and just dad, obviously. So 
yeah, he he's a really big supporter. He um, obviously tries his hardest to do like I've, there's a lot of us. So when it comes to providing to like if I wanted to start something, he definitely helped me out and all the good dad things, you know, he does. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, you know, you can definitely say like he, he's he's definitely a girl dad. Oh, my gosh. All the way. I really couldn't see him with like guys like he appreciates his time with his boys. But at the end of the day, like, I'm like, you know, you love being a girl dad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, I feel like you guys have like transformed him because it seems like back in the day, like before you guys were all born, maybe, maybe even before Devon was born, but he seemed like, you know, he would be a pretty solid boy dad, you know, but now (laughs) things have changed. Things have changed. You have, you have changed him for the better. <laughs> it's so funny, though, because I think, like, we, like, made him just a little more, like, emotional, like, or more sensitive. Because, like, girls, obviously, having five girls in the house, like, a lot of emotions are always happening. And so, not that, like, he cries or anything, but, like, it's funny, like, the way he responds. Like, sometimes he's, like... So how do you feel about that? Like, what's going on? Like, how are you like, you know? It's very like, soft. Yeah. Very like, soft talking. Like, well, dad, and now that you're asking, like, <laughs> let me tell you what happened. <laughs> so he's, yeah, he's just the best. He needs to teach me some of that. That's good. <laughs> yeah. But he said he never was really like that. You know, he was more like stubborn, like just more like forget about it yeah i'll be fine yeah Yeah. now now he's like you know like how do you feel about that which is wild because i feel like all men need to learn that you know (laughs) whether you're dealing with five or one like you gotta go to their needs and 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 their emotions and everything for sure yeah yeah now now do you feel like um like with uh now men do you feel like they like, okay, so, like, your dad will always be your dad, and your dad will be, be, always be your first love. But, like, mm-hmm. at, as for, of course, dating nowadays, in today's world, uh, is very tricky. Mm-hmm. And as a 20-year-old, what have you noticed about whether it be social media, whether it be um, just your experiences? Like, what would you say is something that you've noticed uh, about dating and everything um I've noticed that people aren't in a rush at all (laughs) which is okay I think that obviously you want to be mature enough and ready enough and know that like you're ready to take on a big commitment but I also realized um a lot of people from both like groups the girls will bash on the guys and the guys will bash on the girls. And it's just really sad to see. Um, And I feel like until you can appreciate and respect both parties, it's like you're never going to want a relationship, a commitment or trust a person. Um, So I always get kind of aggravated when people down talk the guys. I feel like a lot of people are always like, boys are stupid. There's not a good man out there. And it's just like you had one or two bad experiences there's someone out there that is going to treat you right and there are good like people I think girls can be a little crazy sometimes and for the guys it's like just because you experience one unloyal girl or someone a bad experience like doesn't mean that 
same thing. The girls are all like that. You know what I mean? Mm. Or someone who's too obsessive or clingy or stalkerish. Like not everyone's like that. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then yeah. I also think social media kind of romanticizes and creates fantasies of unrealistic expectations for relationships. You are going to have your ups and your downs and your arguments, but it's like the point is to stick together like through that. You don't just give up after something like that, mm -hmm. you know, which yeah. people need to do. Yeah. Like even your mom had mentioned uh, in that video, uh, you know, she's like, oh my gosh, you know, I can't even imagine my life with, with social media back in back then. Yeah. You know, like her, her way of viewing your dad was so cinematic. It was. <laughs> it was so <laughs> cinematic. <laughs> yeah, get out of the water, the muscles, the sun, the glossiness of the tan. You know, it, it's cinematic. It yeah. really is. And yeah. the fact that, you know, if it was just social media, like it would have been so filtered down and yeah. everything like that. And, you know, I'm sure your mom would probably you know, I don't know, would maybe be like most girls today and using that as a platform or as something to where to, I don't know, get attention or something like that, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But you never know. <laughs> you never know. Cause Honestly. That, but that's one thing that I've noticed is like, I mean, uh, especially with both guys and girls, like it's mainly to get attention. You know, they, yeah. they like guys taking pictures in front of cars that they don't own. Yeah, literally. It's like our <laughs> girls like photoshopping themselves to like where you don't even notice who they are in person. It's like you didn't have to do all that now. Like right. <laughs> you really didn't because someone's eventually going to see you for who you are. And then it's like, well, you got that picture. It's an awkward situation now. How are you supposed to explain that? Right. <laughs> and what and what fascinates me is the fact that um I was watching this one video of this girl and her, her waist was like yay big, right? It was mm -hmm. so tiny. And then all of a sudden she goes, oh, just wanted to let you know. And then it like expands and she goes, that wasn't my real body. That was an, uh, an edit, you know? And I'm just like, I'm like, you still have a nice, I'm like, you still got, you know, abs or whatever. I'm like, you still have a nice body, even though, you know, it's very like, you had to edit and make yourself like a size zero or negative one or something yeah. like that. You know, know. it was just, it was almost like, I almost like, it was like, uh, like why would you want to look like a, like a empty tube of toothpaste or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's really sad. It's like, whatever the beauty standard is, it's like, I swear, even when it comes to like stuff in the beauty industry, I mean, I work with someone who does injectables and I love her and she does people so natural and so beautiful and there's nothing wrong with it. But sometimes I'm like, I wonder if lip injections are going to be a trend in the next five years. Like what happens when everyone's lips are like huge and then that's not a thing anymore. What if it's thin lips? Like what, you're going to get surgery now to thin your lips or like dissolve them or like, you know what I mean? It's like, I just truly think like you could always enhance your features there's nothing wrong with that um i don't think people should overdo it ever but mm. i definitely think like for example i have i've always struggled with um liking my my nose it's it's big and it's crooked like there's no other way around it like i know it's like i hate to like be like that but like it is it's something that i never really liked but i'm like you know what no one else has it 
it's mine. God gave it to me. So learn to love it, embrace it. It's like, I don't want to look like every other person. So I'm not going to go get a nose job to look like every other girl. I'm like, this is, this is what I'm supposed to look like. I was going to say, it looks absolutely fine. It looks just fine. And, and you rock it. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like you noticed securities. Like you noticed your nose. Like you said, your nose. I'm like, your nose. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's, it's funny though, because when I point it out, people are like, oh yeah, I kind of see it. I'm like, yeah. like <laughs> I don't see it. I'm sorry, but I do not see it. Well, thank you. It's, I do yeah, not it's see something it. that like, I've always, it's like when someone pointed it out, then I started to think about it. But it's like, just because someone points it out. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, who cares? Honestly, at the end of the day, we're, this sounds so weird, <laughs> but the, at the end of the day, we're all going to die. It's not going to matter. <laughs> Your nose is not going to be the reason why you had a, a good or a bad life. You know? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You're like, we're all going to die anyway. So, you yeah, know, like, nobody's going to nobody's gonna be standing by your, uh, by your casket and being like, man, that nose looks even worse now. <laughs> Dang, she really should have got that surgery when she was alive. <laughs> no one's going to say that. <laughs> So embrace what you got. <laughs> exactly. And but yeah, like you were saying with the uh the the looks of beauty, whether it be men or women, I mean I can definitely say that beards are in now, even <laughs> though, you know, I, I grew mine out because I was peer pressured too. Uh <laughs> you know, and and what is it? They say that a woman uh wearing makeup wait, no, how did they say it? A man excuse me a man wearing a beard is like a woman putting on makeup oh yeah for sure that's that's a good way to put it (laughs) yeah right it like enhances a little bit more uh i guess a a a look of some sort i think so yeah you can make it look nice and sharp you know the fade Girls yeah. can make their cheeks look more shiny or more contoured or yeah, yeah. So definitely yeah. add some definition to the face for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, um, so I've been hearing this over and over again. And from a woman's perspective, I got to hear it. It's here. So a man wearing uh, a suit is like uh, a woman wearing lingerie. It's mm. just automatic. It's just instantly attractive. I honestly, I feel like if a guy is just like put together, even like just in general, it's attractive. I haven't really looked at a guy in a suit and was like, oh my gosh, like that man in this. <laughs> I feel like if they're in like their uniform, like if they were like a cop or something, I'd be like, okay, that's actually hot. <laughs> I mean, like, more than a suit. More than a suit. Like, actually, when we were in Florida, the TSA worker, he was like this, he had a cute face. But my sister and I were like, okay, like, a man in uniform, though? Like, he's so cute. <laughs> we just had to play it out. We're like, okay, I see you. Noted. So, you know, just for future reference, you guys are definitely going for military guys. <laughs> got it. I honestly, whatever God's got in store at this point, I don't even know. <laughs> But yeah, if you could like pull off like the the work fit, like the work fit. 
<laughs> the work fit. The work fit. Yeah, that, that professional uniform is what you're yeah. saying. Yes. The, that's the work fit? <laughs> the, work, the professional uniform is the work fit. <laughs> it's exactly what I'm saying. I like that. I like that. No, and I figured I'd ask that because, yeah. like, I've always wondered, like, is that really true to where a suit is to a, a suit on a man to a woman is like a lingerie on a woman to a man kind of thing where it's like yeah. instantly attractive. So mm-hmm. I always, I always wondered that. Um, I guess it just depends on the person, but yeah, to some people like more of that, like suit vibe look. I don't know. Mm, yeah. I, guess I should pay attention more when I'm at weddings. I just want to dance at weddings. So I'm like, everyone move out of my way. <laughs> Does it, I feel like that, isn't that everybody like to where you yeah. want to, you want to, feel the love and you want to feel the the celebration you want to just dance yeah yeah dance exactly. the night away yeah Dancing that's definitely i get that and then when <laughs> and, th- and then when you turn 21 like you'll understand the other part of it too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes that is true <laughs> um so but back to uh the um the healthiness um so with with the beauty part of it, um, like I was saying, with uh, help being being healthy and everything, uh, especially with your healthy skin, um, you know, do you think that that of course there will be uh, different um, ways and technologies that we could um, enhance our features and everything like that, like meaning like uh, with. Uh, certain skin routines and everything like that. Do you think technology will be a better, um, I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say, but maybe no, you're, maybe you can pick up what I'm putting down. Yeah, for sure. Well, even we just got this machine. It's called the Vizia. Well, not the Vizia. It's just Vizia, but um, <laughs> pretty much it is a camera and then you put your face in it and then there's a computer right next to it. So it takes three pictures of the front of your face, the left side and then the right side. And then it will literally break down. It will show you all your dark spots, your wrinkles, your UV spots, all of the things that's on your face, the bacteria. And then you can, excuse me, you could find out your true skin age. So let's just say you're 38 and you're doing good with your skincare, you're killing it. It might say that you're actually 33 or if you're doing bad, if you have a lot of spots, lots of wrinkles, it'll show that you're five years older. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's actually a very humbling experience for most people, <laughs> but yeah. it's so cool because then you can take that through that technology and be like, this is what we're going to do to benefit your skin or that. And then there's like laser treatments that I work with this lady. Um, her name's Michelle. Her Instagram is BBL Michelle. Um, it's not the BBL butt lifts. It's actually like a laser, a face laser. Um, I wasn't even thinking that, but that was good. Well, every time I tell people, I'm like, yeah, my boss does BBLs. They're like, she does butt lifts and like all that stuff. I know that's not what it is. It's just a face laser. So pretty much it just targets like dark spots, um, pigment, any like spider veins, broken capillaries, little things on your face that can be hard to get off it will like literally renew your skin rejuvenate it and you'll look like a whole different person it's actually unreal so that is more of the enhanced technology that they're coming out with 
Um, and it works like magic. It's literally the best thing ever. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that sounds awesome. To, I mean, the, the, the fact that like the, you know, putting your face in and taking a photo of it. I mean, I almost want to try that and see how just, just yeah. for, just for one time for sure. I'll do yeah. it. Just for giggles and just be like, how old is my skin? Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> know? Is. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, yeah, no, that's so fascinating that the fact that, you know, technology has come all this way to detect like certain like spots and everything like that. I almost feel like it's going to get to the point where it's like, um, where they scan your face or, and, or like body or whatever. And it'll say like, this is what's, this is the cause of this. This is mm -hmm. the cause of that, you know, like that would be absolutely incredible. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think we'll get to that point or I'll just be like, this is what we're going to do for you. And then you get taken into a room and then the machines do everything for you and you walk out and you're okay. Like, I don't know if I'll be having a job anymore. <laughs> Maybe the machines will take over. Yeah. Some yeah. robot. <laughs> you know, yeah. esthetician robot. <laughs> now, are there any types of stories that you can share to where you have just been like, like in awe of just either it can be the waxing part of it, it can be the skin part of it doesn't matter what it is but is there a story that you could possibly share uh to where you were just like that will be like that's kind of entertaining and funny and everything like that there is definitely um at my old job i loved the place i used to work at literally the best job ever um a huge part of the reason why I decided to leave was because I really wanted to help focus on um, helping people get to their skincare goals. And my schedule was becoming all Brazilian waxes. Um, so <laughs> I'm not sure you know what that is. I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I used to struggle with, um, it was never like awkward, embarrassing. I never like judged anyone. Like you literally forget what you're waxing. I've definitely seen some things um, that I didn't want to see. I've definitely smelled some things I never wanted to smell. Um, but it's definitely like not for everybody. And I don't think it was for me. Um, and I just couldn't handle it anymore, for sure. That was something I just needed to get out of. I was like, it was honestly like I got anxiety going into work. because I was like, I gotta, I gotta do more of these. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I, was really like, I got four Brazilians. <laughs> I don't want to see anymore. I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah. But um, a few like facial stories, like when I pop pimples, sometimes they'll like shoot at me, and I'm like trying to dodge the pimple, like <laughs> coming at me. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Did you like wear like a sort of mask or anything when you're doing that? Oh yeah, I do for sure. Well, I just don't like breathing over people in general. I feel like if I was feeling someone's breath on me, I'd be like. Ew. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I just always wear a mask, but I mean, it can shoot anywhere. It can shoot in my hair, my eyebrow, my eyeball. <laughs> like, well, don't, you know, don't you like pull your hair, don't you pull your like hair back in like a bun or a ponytail yeah, or anything like that? Up, but, like, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. It's still those, you never know where it's going to go, especially if it's like a juicy one. Like just be aware, just be aware. <laughs> yeah, like Dr. Pimple Popper is definitely your show. Oh my gosh. My friends and I at sleepovers, we used to go to bed watching it. <laughs> it's weird, I know. 
it was so satisfying. I don't know. It's like ASMR for me. Oh gosh. Oh <laughs> no. It's the best. It's the best. Oh, Olivia. <laughs> There's this one facial, it's called Hydrofacial, and pretty much it's done with a machine. And so at the end of it, you get to see all the gunk that the machine pulled out of your face. And every time I catch myself, I'm like holding the jar and I'm like, like smiling at it. <laughs> this is what's in your face. And they're always like, ew. I'm like so excited that we got all the gunk out. <laughs> it's the best. I love my job. It's the best job. You know, it amazes me. The fact that some people are into that stuff. Like I interviewed Kristen Beckel and she was like, she's like, give me all the gore. She's yeah. like, give me, she's like, give me all the gore, and I'm in it. And I'm like, good for you. I wouldn't be. <laughs> and you know, like, it with you, you know, you're like, give me all the gunk, give me all yeah. the pus, and give me all, all the, yeah. It's like what? But you what? know what's funny is like I couldn't go and work with throw up or blood, but mm. I can handle like pimples and vagina waxings at one point but like i like, like <laughs> you can like, handle them to an extent yeah i like can't like if someone like little kids when they like are playing with their nose and like i'm like get away from me like i can't be around that but like when it comes to pimples i'm like sure like let me just that's it's so, weird that's that's it's so weird. interesting yeah and, and like with blood meaning like like a, a lot of amount of blood is yeah, like your... my mom sliced her finger the other day and it was just like she was covering it, but I could see the blood and I was like, I'm about to faint. Like that's that's too much for me. I was like, put that away. See, that doesn't that doesn't bother me. It's when there's like a lot mm-hmm. a lot coming out. Like I don't even know. Like if I had to protect somebody, like or not protect them, but like if I had to save somebody uh after a gunshot, I don't know. You'd be like, good luck with that one, bud. Yeah, be like, put pressure on it. You're fine. I'm going to go over here and throw up. Thanks. Okay. We're good. Yeah. We just love things. We just I, can see, I, I can see the light. Go to the light. It's fine. Just go. <laughs> just, <laughs> we're great. We're helping you out here. <laughs> Sooner than later, buddy. Sooner than later. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it's interesting, though, how some people can handle certain things. So. Yeah. I went to the medical industry. Like I wanted to, I was never good at school. Like school is never my thing. I was a very hands-on learner, like visual, like I, so that's why I was happy. I found aesthetics, mm-hmm. but I was considering being a nurse or like an occupational therapist. I was about to say like a dermatologist would have been just fine. Yeah. But the whole process of <clears throat> the schooling, I just don't think I would want to do it. And I feel like dermatologists aren't as hands on like for my appointments every time I go see them I know they do other things and just like check your moles and stuff but Mm -hmm. it just seemed like too interesting to me I was like I kind of really want to be in the nitty-gritty of things like really like popping the pimples taking a look at the skin yeah the routines all that stuff because a lot of dermatologists no hate to them or anything because there's really like there's some really good ones out there but for the most part when I had acne all of them just wanted to prescribe me Accutane, which it works for some people. I did not want to go on it though. Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So when I, I like get to the root of things with people. Yeah. Cause I was around, 
what was I around? I was like around 22. Mm-hmm. And they said, and they told me, they're like, mm, we'll put you on Accutane. I was like, no, thanks. Mm-hmm. I was like, what other options you got? And they're like, yeah. Accutane. And I was like, I'll go to another one. Thanks. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go, I'll get another opinion. Yeah. But I don't know why they do it. I feel like the, it's like, I get it. It's like the, it's the cure of all like acne. It's um just something I think that regulates something in the body. I don't really know much about it. To be honest, I just know that like when people get off, sometimes it goes back to normal and sometimes it's amazing for people. So it works for some. Some people come back to me and they're like, I got off Accutane and my hormones are all over the place or like birth control to get off of, hormones everywhere. Like it just depends on the person. So right. I just feel like you're just putting a Band-Aid over it. You're not actually like getting to the root cause of what's actually happening in your body. Right. I so. absolutely agree. And, you know, it could be a multiple amount of things. <clears throat> like you said, with, um, you know, it could be a dietary issue, like, um, you know, like uh, with someone that, you know, either eats, you know, oven, oven make oven pizzas or something mm-hmm. like that. And, and, you know, you get people that, um, that eat, you know, just bad things and they don't go work out and then shower right after and and that could be a cause of it as well you know yeah. or it could be just some simple like your like uh your situation to where it was just you know you, you your body didn't like gluten and your body didn't like dairy and you know a, and a couple other things you know mm-hmm. and then your skin was like saying like hey like we don't like this like change it up pretty quickly so that's changed yeah there's this uh tiktoker you probably know her name alex earl i don't know if you ever heard of her before Mm -mm. um she is really open she's like this beautiful girl she like lives in miami a lot of people look up to her and she's just like very open and honest about her skincare journey she went on accutane multiple times and um she's a big partier and i don't think people realize well i think people realize what alcohol does to your body it really can destroy you um, and then she did the, what was it? Jan- the January challenge. What do they call it? Dry January. Dry January. She did it and her skin cleared up so well. It was just like an overconsumption of alcohol mm. where that was what was causing her acne to go crazy. Mm. Yeah. So little things like that's why it's always so hard to pinpoint, especially if someone isn't being honest with you in your treatment room of what they're doing at home, of what they're eating of what, the, you know what I mean? It's like, they come back and they're like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And it's like, Oh, but you totally forgot to add that you've been going out Thursday through Sunday drinking every night. And it's like, maybe just like take a step back from that and you'll start to see your skin glow up a little bit. It's yeah. like little, little things like that. Yeah. And you know, one thing I've noticed is like, you know, when you're going like back to back weekends and just partying and drinking, you know, yeah, you're, you you may look good at the beginning of the night, but, you know, toward, <laughs> towards that, you know, next weekend, you may not look that hot, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so, but yeah, I mean, alcohol definitely does a lot. I mean, <clears throat> have you, now you said you started, what was it, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I'm trying to think, like, uh, with 2020, I know a lot of, like, especially during COVID times, like, people were having a lot of acne breakouts, especially during that time. Yeah. Because of, you know, bad eating habits or drinking and, you know, 
not doing as much exercise and everything like that. Um, so I was going to say, like, it, it, did you like notice that as well, like during that time? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, our sisters, like we, we eat so bad during that time too. And we just, we gained so much weight. <laughs> we got pretty, we got pretty hefty during that time, but for sure, like, <laughs> like my skin wasn't the greatest then I noticed. Yeah. Like a lot of people, I feel like, I feel like everyone had a little glow up after COVID because after we went outside and got back hanging with people and living our normal lives, you got back on track a little bit. So everyone, I felt like sort of got back on track and had a little glow up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I could definitely say like, you know, a lot of people like would uh, have certain habits and then had to break them for sure. Right afterwards. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was so like lazy. Like I did not do anything all day. I would sit, sit in my bed. I would like just watch TikToks and eat and eat. And eat. Yeah. <laughs> and eat. yeah. I don't think I ate so much of my life. <laughs> but for sure. Yeah. No kidding. The habits are hard to break. Uh, okay. Well, I've been wanting to ask you this. I've been wanting to ask you or your sisters this. Um, mm -hmm. Are your sisters around? Like right now? Yeah. Like right now. Um, like anyone home? Yeah. Um, I honestly have no clue. I told them to all be quiet in my family group text, so I don't know if. <laughs> Noted. Okay. Well, I was going to ask possibly majority of you, but I figured I might as well ask you and then have, you know, yeah. the different siblings come on and have their point of view. But do you feel like you guys are the Kardashians 2.0? And I'm sure you've been asked that multiple times. So we actually like, I feel like people kind of say it, but to offend us in a way, I don't know why they're like, you guys are like the Kardashians. And I'm like, I don't know why you say it like that, but okay. Or they're like, you're like the non-surgical Kardashians. So like we hear it, but I don't think we like think that we are. I just think that... We are just dark features and we all kind of look similar. So yeah, yeah we, we get it a lot. We're, yeah. We always hear like, you guys are like the natural Kardashians or the natural Kardashians. <laughs> there's some people who come up to us and they kind of say them like a weird way. And I'm like, okay. They're like the Kardashians. I'm like, okay. <laughs> was that supposed to offend me? <laughs> no, I more look at, I more look at it as actually complimentary because, um, you know, any, like, what was it? It was, like, this one picture that you guys had po all posted. Like, all all of your siblings and your mom, even. Uh, you guys all posted uh, a picture. I think it was at this wedding. And you guys were all wearing, like, black, I think. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, a white background or something like that. But, it, anyway, it looked very professional, right? Your dad was in it. And you girl and all your sisters were in it. And I'm, like, looking at this photo. I'm, like, they're, like, the like Kardashian 2.0 like you all looked beautiful you all looked amazing like you know you guys looked awesome and I'm like I'm like they I'm like there's no they're I'm like they're looking absolutely flawless almost as if like the Kardashians were like on like the red carpet of some of something and then just were all taking a photo or like you know <laughs> or like for a poster board like like you guys could automatically do like a um like you guys could do a uh, a reality show and that would be the cover of it. <laughs> That's funny. Well, thank you. Yeah, we uh when we get ready, we 
we try, you know, we look a little good, but sometimes without our makeup and stuff, I don't think you would say you look like the Kardashians. <laughs> you might be like, oh, they really are the non-surgical Kardashians. <laughs> like the Kardashians before they got the surgery. <laughs> it's amazing what makeup can do. It's amazing. It, yeah. I mean, it definitely just lightens up your look for sure. Because yeah. sometimes, sometimes, especially when I don't do my hair and I get out of bed, and like jump scare. I don't know what that is in the mirror, oh, but <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's a reason why I'm wearing a hat right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because because you texted me, you're like, "Hey, I'm ready to go." I'm like, "Wow, that's." I'm like, I'll, I'll be honest, like that's that's the first for really? like any of my guests. Yeah, usually I'm reaching out to them and being like, "Hey, you ready? Almost got to find headphones." Yeah, except the headphones. It would have been me. I would have been that person. Except I just scrambled upstairs. <laughs> yeah. So and then, uh, but you, you know, the good thing is, is, like you, you, you did all good and um, everything. But um, yeah. So, but other than that, um, Olivia, uh, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, having a, a conversation with you about uh, certain skin techniques um for those that want to watch your tiktoks want to uh follow your socials um is there any that you can provide uh to the people listening or watching um you know to where they can follow you and kind of learn some things from you along down the line yes i have uh, an instagram that's specifically for my skincare posts it's called the lift skin aesthetics um, I know it's kind of a mouthful of a, <laughs> a username, but just live and then skin and aesthetics all connected. <laughs> and that's about it. Um, you can follow me on my TikTok. Um, the username is, <laughs> I'm not even going to say it because it's embarrassing. But if you want some entertainment, follow Bad Bitty Lift. <laughs> Bad Betty Lift? Bad Bitty Lift. <laughs> I, I made I it in, um, in 10th grade <laughs> no skincare related videos but if you want some funny I was going to say you know you can change that right <laughs> like if you really want to follow it <laughs> oh my gosh so bad, yeah. bad, bad so it's bad Betty bad Betty oh bad <laughs> <laughs> bad bitty live it's bad so embarrassing when people i know too like especially from like stony like growing up in church yeah. with those people that's like bad bitty live notification like blah blah just followed you i'm like oh my gosh probably, i just need to change it i haven't changed it since 10th grade <laughs> honestly i was the same way i was the same way and then i started posting my podcast clips on there and so i was like you know what i'm gonna change it <laughs> I'm yeah, like, at this point Right. So, but I mean, bad bitty live. Bad bitty live has nothing to do with skin though. So <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't understand it either. <laughs> oh. See, I, I was just thinking of maybe you could work it with um, um, <laughs> bad pimply live, but that wouldn't have been good either. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Do we can just add the pimple at the end? <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I don't know how that would work. I mean, the bad bitty live though, kind of, I think it like comes there's off the tongue. Yeah, there's a, yeah, flow? There's a yeah. flow. Yeah, like your tenth grade. Your, 
Yeah, your little tenth grade mind was working. It was really working. So. Yeah. Okay, make me not feel so dumb. Thanks. <laughs> oh my gosh. But uh, but yeah, so uh, Liv, thanks so much for uh, coming on the podcast again. I very much appreciate it, and uh, we'll definitely uh, see if you can. Um, do maybe something that we could uh, post yes. on my uh, social and your social and we could collaborate on that. <laughs> for sure. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely.